the collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. Happy Monday. Is it though? Well, it's Monday. And I'm hoping that you had a happy one. I mean, I had a Monday. Or a decent one. It's been better. As long as it wasn't bad is the key. It, it that's, was better than some? That's, it could always be worse. It could always be worse. Well, yes. So therefore, was it a bad? What I mean, does that... I mean, it's a Monday, so I know you already lose... Points right then. And there. Yeah, I mean, you lose half of it right there because so, it's Monday, and, but I we, mean, and we have all, and we have jobs. You're six feet above ground, right? You have your health, right? You know, and we have jobs, family, and jobs, and bills are paid, and stuff, and things, and things, things and, and stuff. stuff. Right, so, right. I mean, it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. That is very true. You could be underneath a bridge somewhere, living like a you know a troll. I don't know. That might be kind of cool. It would be kind of fun. I'm telling you now, if I ever, ever ended up homeless and never ended up in a situation. You'd act like a troll. Where I had to live under a bridge. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I would come up onto a bridge and. <laughs> you cannot pass. Unless you answer these questions three. <laughs> That's uh. what I would do just to. Just to mess with people. Just to mess with people. Like set up cones or something so that nobody can drive over. No. No, no, no. I literally would just look. Like some horrible, you know, mangly haired thing and just make people ask questions that they can't pass, tell them they can't pass a bridge. <laughs> Watch them walk past me. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'll let you go this time. <laughs> that was fine. <laughs> but damn it again. So there you go. You found my weakness. You found my one weakness. <laughs> just continue walking. Damn it. Just go. Just just go. That's all I, I don't care. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so uh, last week, uh-huh. Whoopi Goldberg decided to uh, mm-hmm. uh, rebuke. It's a good word. Yeah. A good word. Mm-hmm. Bill Maher. Rebuke. Bill yeah, Maher. Bill Maher. For saying that America does not need to have two national anthems. Bill Maher. Yeah. Bill Maher said that uh, the... America only needs one national anthem. It does. There's there's no need for a black national anthem. That's absolutely true. Whoopi doesn't think so. Why? Quote, I think because we've gone backwards a good 10, 15 years. Not a good Whoopi? No, no. Because that sounds more like a really bad attempt at Bette Midler from Hocus well, I mean, Pocus. Yeah, I get it, but that's just what she sounds like to me nowadays. Is it? Yeah. Is it really? This is why I don't listen to her. Okay. It makes me very upset. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to continue with the voice. I just wanted to see his reaction to it. Oh, okay. <sighs> anyway, she says, I think because we've gone backwards a good 10, 15 years. Wow. We're having to re-educate people. No, we're not. We're having to re-educate people uh, about how women want to be talked to uh, or talked about and how black people want to be talked about, how how Hispanic people want to be talked about. What does any of this have to do with the anthem? 
continuing on. And just so you know, <clears throat> Bill. <laughs> yeah, every Bell. Bill. Lift Every Voice has always been considered the black national anthem. It's always been. Because the separation of the anthems has been so clear to us. That... Now, maybe other people don't feel like that. Maybe maybe that's what it is. But I feel like we have re-educated, we have to re-educate and retell people. We don't think that rapes humor, uh, rape humor is funny. Well, who does? Well, depends on the joke. De- depends on the lie. joke, I'm, honestly. I'm going to really be does. honest with you. It really does depend on the I'm, joke. Yeah, I'm probably laugh at it. Yeah, if it's it, good. Uh, I mean, now, yeah, obviously, yeah. if you take a moment to really think about it, that's and be like, oh, cool that's horrible. All. But at the same point in time, you're like... But knee-jerk, first first reaction, everybody with a, you know an actual sense of humor would laugh. Right. You know, she did used to be in a, comedy. Yeah. A comic. Mm-hmm. You know that she's not now. Right. Just proof that, you know, leftists and progressives... Have no funny. sense of humor. They're just not funny, and that's problem. That's their problem. They, yeah, they've lost the joy. Yeah, they've, they've lost, lost a lot. Of, the humor, uh, especially the Behar. Um, oh well, I don't think she ever actually had any. But continue on. Well, her name. That's that's all she had ever was her name. Continuing on, she says, "We don't think talking about Native American people is really." in a really despicable way is uh, is funny. It's not funny. And we have to re-educate. I don't understand what any of this has to do with the national anthem. Because I, I, I don't recall that any reference to rape or uh, Native Americans as... Uh, being anything in in even remotely in the national anthem, I don't. It's definitely not an our national anthem. No, no, that that's what I'm saying. So, where are they getting this whole thing from? I don't understand it. What are you looking at? Oh, I wanted to see when this was actually written. Oh, when it okay, the lyrics. It was written in 1900. Yeah, it was, okay. So, 1900, and it was, you know, played in 1905. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, there. Just I, I just want to, because it, it doesn't make sense. She's no. like, it's always been the Black National Anthem. Has it, though? No. I mean, it may have been, for all intents and purposes. They may have gone and sat there and thought that. But, again, that's just the mindset that these people have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that they're different, and so they have to remain different, and they feel different, and and so therefore they need to keep having different things because that's what makes it different. Different, yeah, right. The only way anything works at all is to be different, and by being different, you can have different. I don't know. It does none of it makes sense. Yeah, I'm just bothered by it a little bit because she's like, it's always been the Black National Anthem. Well, so what if it but, has? It came out in 1900. It, I mean, they can, that's what okay. I'm saying. The fact that for for over you know 120 some odd years, people have sat there and went, well, no, this is how we're going to do this. Right. This is what we want because we feel different. And don't get me wrong, for a hundred and, well, 
75 mm. of that, yeah. we'll say. Sure. Sure. That I, I could see where you would want, you know, you might have some ground to stand on to say, you know what, that the the way this it just doesn't right i don't feel attached to america because america isn't me it's it's this needs to be something else and and blah 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 not lately not in my humble opinion not mm. since the late 80s early 90s up until now the only reason why anything is going on now, or even technically be the 60s but in 70s you know thanks to civil rights era and blah 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 but officially you know late 80s Mm-hmm. The early 90s, all yeah. the way through up until people started trying to start junk again. Right. I think we were fine. I think so, too. Actually, I, I completely believe that uh, wholeheartedly because I grew up during that era. I did, too. And so I'm looking at it like we didn't have these problems. And it was known that we were the... the, 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 the we were the, the, the co- colorblind. The colorblind the generation. The most colorblind gener- generation ever in American history until the next generation. And came someone up. heard that and went, Oh, well we can't, we can't have, have that. that. That's racist. We can't have that. now, can we? That's right. Because that would mean unity. Oh no. Oh, no. Darn it. Dang. <sighs> Non-compliant kitten over there on the Twitters. Uh, hashtag arm yourselves. Most rape jo- jokes aren't funny. Uh, they seem forced. See what you did there. Well done. Well done. Anyway. Uh, so, Bill Maher responded to the whoopies. Good. Which is, I'm just saying. I mean, he. Did I know it all she doesn't. I know she doesn't care. Well, no, he doesn't. <laughs> I know she doesn't care. But Bill Maher is somebody you you don't kind of challenge because the man has zero Fs to give. He could. He. Did he, you see that video that I sent you about the Fs? Yes. It was yes. good. It that was, was good. funny. It was well, it well done. Well, it matches the song. He has multiples. By oh, the good. Way. That guy has multiple line, multiple videos of of efferies. <laughs> it's just one of those things where he he doesn't he doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about anything. He he has his stand on what he thinks, and that's the way he's going to go. And that's it. Neener, neener, neener. Right. And I'm not saying that he hasn't changed his mind every now and again because he has. Oh yeah. Well, people have the right to change their mind. Right. And that's good. I'm glad he does. At the same time, uh, I just hope that it's not for political purposes only. Mm. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Bill Maher decided to respond. He said, directly responding to, 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 to Whoopi's criticisms. Maher invoked uh, comparisons to Chairman Mao. Quoting, Whoopi Goldberg said, we're, ha- we're having to re-educate people. Mm-hmm. Because nothing ever goes wrong when you start re-educating I mean, it worked fantastic in Russia. Just ask Chairman Mao. Well, not just maybe Mao, we can set at- up some sort of camp. Ooh, like a re-education camp. Yeah, that's that's what that's what. Mar- you know, again, they have those, or they had right. Uh, they did in, actually. In the, in the we Ru- did America. Well, did. but I'm saying, you know, I think they're still going on in in the Russias and in the Chinas. Yeah, you know, the gulags and stuff. Nobody ever talks about any of that stuff. No, those are re-education camps, definitely. Uh, Mars suggested that uh, Whoopi completely missed the point. Mars said he was not defending the Star-Spangled Banner, but was instead promoting the idea uh, to use a single national anthem uh, and, and the idea that uh, segregating by race is bad. You shouldn't segregate by race. <laughs> 
No. It's I not, a, not a good thing. Shouldn't really segregate much of anything, to be perfectly honest with you. He says that, I quote, symbols of unity matter. And purposefully fragmenting things by race reinforces a terrible message that we are two nations hopelessly drifting apart from each other. I agree. That's not where we were even 10 years ago. Nope. And it's not where we should be now. But here we are. Right. Mm. Yeah, you can say, uh, uh, why not two? If we have two, why not three or five? Or 25. Mm-hmm. Why not a Latin, uh, Latino anthem, a gay, trans, indigenous people, or Asian Pacific Islander anthem? Uh huh. Why not? Why not, indeed? Because we're supposed to be combined as one. Are we? Yeah. You wouldn't know it by looking out there. Yeah. Anyway, he goes on and on and on. And that's fine. And on? And on. And on? And anon. And anon. Anon, anon. Do, 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 do. But really, they hit on a point that, I, that, that funny enough, Dylan sent, a, sent something over to us. Uh, I did. And uh, it, it, it kind of plays on the same idea. I had the time. He had the time. And, uh, well, let's just put it this way. He found something that should never have been done. Shouldn't have been done. Ever. Nope. Never. Never, ever. Never, ever. Back in 2003, specifically February 12th, 2003, uh, well, it did, well, hold on, let me just for clear, it, it's not that it shouldn't have been done. Okay. This is fantastic. I just, I found this because it struck me as odd. It, it sounds a tad familiar. It does, doesn't it? What's going on now? Yeah, it's, so it's eight criteria of thought reform as applied to executive success programs. Yeah, thought reform, you know, brainwashing. So, yeah, that, that's kind of, yeah. The milieu, number one, milieu control. Mm, milieu. Milieu. No, milieu. No, milieu. Control of communication within the group environment resulting in a significant degree of isolation from the surrounding society. By the way, just I realized I jumped the gun here on this. Um, this is uh, 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 Robert Lifton had come up with this um, idea. He wanted to go and, and research, you know, Russia and, and China and all these people to find out and to understand, you know, how what, they actually make it? How work. they make? Yeah, how they make people do this? But how does they make all this tick? The whole nine. It's crazy. They're making all these people do all these things, and they just do them. It's really weird, odd. So they he came up again with the the eight steps or the eight uh, warnings, whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, of what the stops were. And for again, number one is mu- the milieu cr- uh, control control of communication within the group environment resulting in a significant degree of isolation from the surrounding societies. Does that sound the least bit familiar? You know, you can't post anything on Facebook without somebody supposedly being fact-checked. You can't have anything that that argues in the slightest bit because if you do... You'll get banned. You'll get banned or marked or blocked or what have you. Oh, wow. Again, and on, a, on, a, on platforms that, by the way, we don't... We, it seems to be the only way we use to communicate with each other anymore. Right. We don't talk to people face-to-face, so... That kind of isolates a lot of things right there. 
Uh, it includes other techniques to restrict members' contact with the outside world mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. to be able to make critical, rational judgments about information, overwork, busyness, multiple lengthy meetings, etc. etc. Uh, Lifton said, quote, the most basic feature of the thought reform environment, the psychological current upon which all else depends is the hu- is the control of human communication. Right. So if you're locked in your house and you're forced to only be able to communicate via social media. Oh, my goodness. And yet you can't communicate via social media because the words that you say happen to be things that the government doesn't agree with. Yep. Then there you go. Then you're kind of locked out. It's kind of weird how that works out, yeah, huh? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, this it includes... Not only the individual's communication with the outside, but also his communication with himself. Thought reform participants may be in doubt as to who is telling what to whom. Like themselves. The fact that extensive information about everyone is being conveyed to the authorities is always known. Having experienced the impact of what they consider to be ultimate truth, they consider it their duty to create an environment containing no more and no less than this quote-unquote Truth. The group member is deprived of the combination of external information and inner reflection which anyone requires to test the realities of his environment and to maintain a measure of identity separate from it, end quote. So by making it so you don't actually learn or you don't actually critically think, uh, i.e. our educational system. There you go. Set. Yep. Uh, you then make it easier for people to control you overall. Yes. Because you don't have the mental fortitude and wherewithal yep. to put yourself into a position to think through the problems. Yeah. It's kind of like not knowing how to, to use utensils. If somebody's constantly coming and feeding you and you don't know how to use a utensil, mm-hmm. you can't feed yourself by yourself. Right. Just saying. What is number Are these two? examples? Uh, examples of yeah. stuff? Yeah. Wow. It's a very long, lengthy thing. We don't have oh, to say yes. time. Number two, mystical manipulation. The claim of divine authority or spiritual advancement that allows the leader to reinterpret events as he or she wishes mm-hmm. or make prophecies or pronouncement at will, all for the purpose of controlling uh, group members. Think the Pope. Well, <laughs> deeper than that. Lifton said, quote, the inevitable next step for milieu control is the extensive personnel manipulation. Mm-hmm. Initiated from above, it seeks to provoke specific patterns uh, of behavior and emotion in such a way that will appear to have arisen spontaneously from within the environment. Climate sure. change. Right, climate change. Ideological to- totalists are impelled to be a special kind of mystique, which is not only justifies such manipulations, but also makes them mandatory. Right. They are the agents, quote unquote, chosen by history, by God, or by some other natural force. Again, COVID, um, climate change, climate change, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it keeps going Yeah. Uh, to carry out the mystical imperative, the pursuit of which is uh, supersedes all considerations of uh, decency or of immediate human welfare. Uh, definitely climate change. Uh-huh. Similarly, any thought or action that questions the higher purpose is considered to be stimulated by a lower purpose. Racism. And to be backward, selfish, and petty. 
in the face of great overriding mission. You racist, misogynist bastard. Mm-hmm. At the level of the individual person, the psychological responses of, to this manipulative approach can revolve about the basic, or approach revolve about the basic polarity of trust and mistrust. One is asked to accept these manipulations on a basis of trust or faith. Mm-hmm. When trust gives gives way to mistrust, the higher purpose cannot serve as adequate emotional sustenance. So, uh, and uh, when's the last time anybody's ever talked to their neighbor? Mm. Speaking of trust and mistrust. Anyway. <laughs> the individual then responds to the manipulations through developing mm. the psychological of pawn. Feeling himself unable to escape from the forces more powerful than himself, he, subordinate, his, he subordinates everything to adapting himself to them. Yeah. He becomes sensitive to all kinds of cues. Mm. You know, like you don't say certain words or do certain things. Right. Because, you know, you're going to be labeled something. If you do. Uh-huh. Right. Exert anticipating environmental pressures and is skillful in writing in them in such a way that his psychological energies merge with the tide rather than turn painfully against himself. This requires that he participate actively in the manipulation of others, as well as the endless round of betrayals and self-betrayals which are required. But whatever his response, he has been deprived of the opportunity to exercise his, cap- uh, his capacities for self-expression and independent action, end quote. It's funny how that happens. Sounds creepy, doesn't it? It because sounds really creepy, but it, it's common. It's real. It's it happens everywhere. All the time. It's, it's happening funny. now. Right now. Like, it, it's, like right now. Like right this like second. Right, right here. Now. Right now. Let's see. Number three. We're going to have to carry these over into another half. I think so. The number three is demand for purity. The world has view, is viewed as black and white. Mm. And group members are consistently or constantly exhorted to strive for perfection. Consequently, guilt and shame are common in powerful control, uh, control devices. Lifton said, quote, in the thought reform milieu, as in all situations of ideological total, totalism, mm-hmm. The experiential world is sharply divided into the pure and the unpure. The haves, the have-nots, the vax, the unvaxed. You see kind of where this is going? The black and the white. Uh, also politically correct. The and police and everyone else. Yeah. 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 Into uh, the absolute, it, it's, uh, yeah, the pure and impure into the absolutely good and absolutely evil. Mm-hmm. The good and the pure are, of course, those ideas, feelings, and actions which are consistent with the totalist's ideology and policy. Anything else is apt to be regulated to the bad and the impure. Funny how that works. A philosophical assumption underlying this demand is that absolute purity is attainable (laughs) by defining and manipulating the criteria of purity than by conducting an all-out war upon impurity. Right. The ideological totalists create a narrow world of guilt and shame. You know, it's funny. Uh, I hate to do the Hitler thing here, but that's exactly what Hitler did. I know. Isn't that weird? It's like exact. Uh-huh. That is like verbatim. Yep. This is perpetuated by an ethos of continuous reform. Constant. Like gun reform, maybe? 
like gun reform, like healthcare reform, like everything uh, reform, political correctness reform, everything like has racial to reform. Yeah, uh, we have to re-educate everybody. Yep, a demand that one strives permanently and painfully for something which not only does not exist, but is an in fact alien to the human condition. Each person is made vulnerable through his profound inner sensitivities to his own limitations and his unfulfilled potential, his existential guilt. This individual thus comes to apply the most totalist polarization of good and evil in his judgments to his own character. Oh, this is going to get deep. And we still have more to go. Oh, there's, yeah. There's, there's a bunch of points here. So much more to go. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll finish this up on the other side. Stay right there. I think so. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-562-2407-800-562-2407-800-562-2407. That's 800-562-2407. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. In 1786, George Washington wrote a letter to Robert Morris, and here's an excerpt. I can only say that there is not a man living who wishes more sincerely than I do to see a plan adopted for the abolition of slavery. Battle for Freedom is about triggering change one heartbeat at a time to free well-meaning Americans. Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. on Mojo Fiber Radio. Battle for Freedom. original. It's bold. It's patriotic. It's American. It's American Pride. It's American Pride Roasters Coffee. Historically, great coffee. AmericanPrideRoasters.com Defenders Live. Oh, yeah. This fun stuff. This is boring the hell out of a lot of people, I'm sure. I'm sorry about that, but it is something you I'm need not. to think about. I'm not. This is stuff that kind of, you know... Everyone says, it oh, our interest. you're being brainwashed. You're being manipulated, blah, 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 this, that, and other. We're giving you the exact definition of what it takes to be brainwashed. What happens when you get brainwashed? <laughs> and 
you know, you could then take all of this and feel it out for yourself and go, Oh, is it, is it really, is this I, what's going is on this in really my life? Brainwashing or is it not? Cause I don't know about you, but I know that there's a lot of things I can see in the world around us, especially in our country that we can point at and go, Hey, mm. this is, uh, this is, uh, uh, kind of kind of familiar it sounds yeah. almost identical yeah by the way it, it, under that uh heading for demand for purity mm-hmm. here, here's some things uh rules and rituals that that may apply okay okay uh sashes and scarves okay sashes and scarves promotion okay uh stripes you know uh pictures of the founders okay uh your shoes okay not just not not just your shoes, but the type of shoes you wear. Mm. Uh, explanations of bowing. Ha. Huh. Well, yeah, yeah, you have to bow. That, that, yeah, you have to bow. Because you were nothing. There are degree of bow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, also the standards when uh, when high ranker uh, high rank members enter. You know. Yeah, you have to. You know. Yeah. That, sure that, that that's definitely a thing. Give them the respect they deserve. You know, explanations of uh, resuscitations of your missions, uh, phone tree, confidential and uh, confidentiality and materials, your attire, handshakes, ESP handshakes. Yeah, you know when you use your mind to shake hands. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. All right, like that. Yeah. Uh, also. Uh, End of session, handshake lineups. There you go. These are many things that can occur and that create ritual. And those rituals are what create purity. Isn't it fun? There's so much stuff to this thing and it goes deeper into that. Oh, it's a huge thing though. Like there's so many things that go in. Oh yeah. But that was uh, number three. Number four, the cult of confession. The cult of confession. Hmm. Serious and often not so serious sins, as defined by the group, are to be confessed either privately to a personal mentor or publicly to a group at large. Does that sound like anything? It sounds a lot. I am so sorry I'm white. Oh, yeah. Apologizing for our whiteness. That's that's right up there. Publicly. Uh huh. Lifton said, quote, confession is carried beyond its ordinary religious, legal, and therapeutic expressions to the point of becoming a cult in itself. Yeah, because uh, anti whiteism. Well, no, but just in general. Not right. just that, but there's all kinds of stuff. You know, yes, I am not a, I'm a communist. Yes, I, you know. Right. I'm a terrible, terrible capitalist. No, no, no. Sure, whatever. I don't know. Um, there is a demand that one confess to crimes one is not committed to sinfulness that is artificially induced in the name of a cure that is arbitrarily imposed. Such demands are made possible not only by the ubiquitous human tendencies toward guilt and shame, but also by the need to give expression to those tendencies. Right. In totalist hands, confession becomes the means of exploiting rather than offering solace for these vulnerabilities. The assumption underlying total uh, exposure is the environment's claim to total ownership of each individual self within it. Mm. The culture of confession makes it virtually impossible to attain a reasonable balance between worthy or worth and humility. Right. 
Because if you're always beating yourself up, then you're you're solid your self esteem. Yeah, you're always you always hurting yourself. And not only that, but if you're beating yourself up, then you also always need affirmation from somebody around you. Yes, and if they're beating themselves up, do you really think for a second they're going to be able to give you what you need? Unless they're your boss or coach or whatever. Yeah. And then you rely on them constantly for your own self-evaluation. <laughs> Slug over there on Twitter is, uh, is this brainwashing or not? Rinse and repeat, boys. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> uh, also, the Knights Who Say Knee wanted to let us know the Titanic's bow was at various degrees as well. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm surprised you didn't have anything to say about the band playing or anything. Because mm. they were playing. And of course, there's a, that's what she said. Yes. Um, number five, the sacred science. Oh, the sacred, the science? The science. The science. But this is the sacred science. Right, but that is also known as you cannot dispute the science. Yes. It does. It takes it to a whole nother level. The science has been spoken. It is. There's been concessions among everyone. Yeah. The doctrine of the group is considered to be uh, the ultimate truth Mm -hmm. beyond all questioning or dispute. Yep. The leader of the group is likewise above criticism as the spokesman of God on earth. Mm. Lifton said, quote, the totalist milieu continues an aura or contains an aura of sacredness. Yeah. Around its basic dogma. Don't fight the science. (laughs) Holding it out as an ultimate moral vision for the ordering of human existence. This sacredness is evident in the prohibition, whether or not explicit, against the questioning of basic assumptions and in the reverence, which is demanded for the originators of the word, the present bearers of the word and the word itself climate change science is settled it is settled didn't you know that it's it is settled, settled. so there you there go. is nowhere else to go you have no reason to question you cannot anything. question the science no even though the idea of science is to question everything or question nothing Oh, let's see. While thus uh, transcending ordinary concerns of logic, however, the milieu at the same time makes an exaggerated claim of airtight logic, Mm. of absolute, quote-unquote, scientific precision. Yes. Again, like climate change. It has been consented. It is fully, everybody believes it. Everyone believes it. COVID. Everyone believes it. That is not the same idea, just for clarity. It's not saying COVID doesn't exist. We're just saying that this the sciences that you keep throwing around behind it is right. BS, and mainly the jab as well. But Right. Well, once again, climate change technically exists. Every Our day. climate changes every day. It, t- it did today, quite every a bit. Every day. It, it changed. We a, had like a 40 degree jump. Uh, just jump today. Like, all right. So every day we have climate change. Just today. Yep. Every single day. And over the course of time, over seasons, uh, we have change. And over the course of years, we have solar changes. And those solar changes change the way that the sun hits the earth. Anyway. Yeah. It's really weird. huh? So, so yes. The science is settled. Climate change is real, but not in the way that they say. Yeah, kind of funny. Thus, the ultimate moral vision, 
becomes an ultimate science. Mm. And the man who dares to criticize it or to harbor even unspoken alternative ideas becomes not only immoral and irrelevant, but also unscientific. The assumption here is not so much that man can be God, but that man's ideas can be God. Oh, my body, my choice. No, doesn't work that way. No, no, my body, my choice nope. for, for ladies. Doesn't work that way. For ladies. Only for ladies. And abortions. Ain't got jack to do with nobody else. Right. For abortions only, my body, my choice. Anybody yes. who disagrees is unscientific. Exactly. That's how it goes. Um, at the level of the individual, the totalist sac- uh, sacred science can offer much comfort and security. Mm. Uh, it appeal Its appeal lies in seemingly un- uh, unification of the mystical and the logical modes of existence. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> for within the framework of the sacred science, there is room for both careful step-by-step silgarism and seeping, not non-rational insights. So strong a hold can the sacred science achieve over his mental processes that if one begins to feel himself attracted to the ideas which either contradict or ignore it, he may become guilty and afraid. Well, yes. His quest for knowledge is consequently hampered. Right. Uh, this happened many times in the past. Uh, the science was settled that the earth was flat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Didn't. The, the science was settled that the earth was the center of the universe. Hello, Galileo. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, yeah, I, it's true. It absolutely is true. Absolutely true. These things happened. And yet. And yet. The moment somebody stepped out, they were ostracized until about 200 years later, at which time it was proven that they were right. But they had to be long dead, though. Yes. Much long dead. Much dead long. Good stuff. Yeah. Very long, very dead. Quote, handshaking is a sign of respect and affords us an opportunity to make direct physical contact with others. Mm -hmm. We believe that many of society's problems have developed because people have come to view each other as objects rather than human beings. Right. The handshake is a way to greet others in every professional and personal context and is a sign of respect in ESP. Here in ESP, we have we use a two-handed handshake. That's this conveyed no, it's the whole I know the the, the, the grab, yeah. It's the overhand. It's yeah, it's the double hand and that's weird. Why is that weird? It says right here that it, that this conveys warmth and a sense of community. No, it conveys being overcrowded and stuffy. No, it doesn't. It means that it's not just it, it's not just being wasted as a as a normal handshake. It's this is genuine. This is like I you know. Except I'm for intent. they have to use it there. So it's not genuine. It's a forced action. It's not a forced action because you believe you're doing it for the right purposes. It could be. So it's a forced action. It's not necessarily a forced. So action. it's a brain, stop it. It's a brainwashed action. This the example. Placement of the left hand denotes rank. Individuals of higher rank place their left hand on the top. Individuals of the same rank shake vertically. Lower rank places their hand on the bottom. I got a question. That's just a little bit stupid in I, my I, book, but I, I I do have a question. Okay, there there was a whole thing about handshake logic. Really? Yeah, there's a whole whole lit there's a whole litany of handshake understanding huh okay uh like it handshake right if you do the handshake and it's just the handshake boom yeah firm handshake boom one two whatever you're gonna do there 
perfectly fine. Completely equal. You do a handshake. You have your hand with your finger pointed out, like on the wrist. Okay. Which is something I do. It's a natural thing for my hand to do. Yeah. Which is weird, I guess, for some people. But that's actually a deeming, a, 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 a claiming of control. Is it? Yes. Hmm. It's my hand naturally does it. I Like I have to force my hand not to. Okay. But apparently that being, because what, it, what it'll do is it'll get your hand basically right on their pulse. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, So you go boom right there. Yeah. And your finger hits directly on their, uh, the, the pulse line. And uh, supposedly that's, that's a stem of control. Meaning that you yeah, want I've, to constantly I've, I've be in control too. of that. I've heard that too. Well, I do. I, I, yeah. Anyway. And then the, the double hand thing. Mm-hmm. It's too much. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's too much. It depends on who you're shaking. It's hand, basically hand some guy coming up and grabbing both of your shoulders and giving you a kiss. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Especially the ones with the, yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. No. Yes. I don't think so. It's creepy. No, it's not. It depends on who it is. Is it, is it somebody that you desperately you know care about? Is it somebody you haven't seen in a long time? Okay, first off, there's a lot. If it's somebody that I haven't seen in a, in a long time, I'm giving them a hug. Yeah, but it goes straight into a hug. If I know them and they are family to me, it goes to hug. I mean, I can see that. I'm not a huggy person, but that is hug. I get that. No, no, I, I get that. But uh, they're they're talking within the realm of actual all, all out politeness. You can't. Okay. You don't if, hug in politeness. Let me ask you a question. It's small, small. Because it's supposed to be, because you can't you can is, do that. You can do that in personal. Stupid. No, no, you could do yeah. that in personal, but you're not yeah. going to do that in a professional world. In the sure. professional world, let's say that there's somebody, and I don't know who you would know that you've worked with. But there's not somebody you've ever worked with that you were so close with that if you saw again and worked with again, that you would run up and give it. And they even run up, you just give them a hug. Yeah, I did. In public? Yeah. At the job site? Yeah. Oh, well, then, you know, okay. He was a really good guy. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just saying <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I would. You know, most people don't because they say that's not professional. Heck, all right. This person isn't, it isn't a professional per, uh, person that I know professionally, but as a person I know personally. Yeah, but again, we're out of the realm of personal. No, no, no. I'm saying that there's another one that, that I have, I do have that as well. Like oh. an old boss of mine, oh. really cool guy. But I do have one as well where he was at work. Okay. And I, because he's a bouncer. But were you both working? Uh, no. That's what I'm saying. It's I wasn't, but it wasn't a very public display. Yeah, but no, no, I'm not even talking, I'm talking <laughs> professional. Like you are in a business, he's in a business. Right. You're not necessarily going to hug the guy. You might, but it's yeah, not but as, it's not as common. If that, it's, if in it's that somebody realm, that, so if it's somebody that I know in that realm, yes. No. <sighs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> but the, the handshake thing is, is smothers. It's smothering and it's worse than a hug. Okay. If you say so. The only time I see a hand, a double handshake is like somebody who's obsessed with another person and they, they get the hand and they're like, <laughs> well, and maybe they, and that's all I, person. that's all I think about when I see a double handshake, just to get that obsessive, like overactive, but maybe they desperately smothering see. personality. It's not a smothering. They, it is they a desperately sm- or it, it's it, it, scary. They're happy to see the other individual. Dear Lord. No one, no wonder you are the way you are. 
Nice you say knee over on Twitter at DOA show. Word of the day today by Dylan Lyles. Unification, pronounced mm. unification. Definition, the reversal of efficating in object. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. It's good. I was getting to my, my eyes were reading too fast and I shut up okay just shut up god yeah Adam W. Johnson also on Twitter so which of these fictional entities are we going to see first State Science Institute Atlas Shrugged or Ministries of Truth of 1984 or Minority Report and I feel like we're kind of heading for all of it uh, I'm I am hoping for the Tetragrammaton uh, monk <laughs> why because a super unrealistic gun kata. Come on. Yeah, but it looked cool and flashy. Yeah, but it and supposedly was a hundred percent effective. Allegedly. 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 For being fictional. It's it's it looked cool. There's a lot on on TV that looks cool. That's why I it's want, TV. I want the gun kata. I want my tetragrammaton cleric. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Good Lord. <sighs> I can't even. <laughs> Number six, loading the language. Oh. Sounds a tad familiar. We've, de we have, we've dealt with loading the language. Durn it. Durn it. Durn it. Yep. Mm -hmm. The group develops a jargon in many ways unique to itself, often not understandable to outsiders. Mm-hmm. 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 Hmm. That happens in a lot of jobs too, like just a lot of jobs where you have like mm, datacom world. Yeah, there's a lot of jargon. Yeah, but let's take that just a teensy bit further. Right. Just a tad. Okay, go further. ahead. There. You know, kind of uh, political correctness. Anyway, no, no, but let's get specific on that. What's that? You know, my pronouns are Zimzer. Oh, yeah, that is definitely one of them. You know, mm -hmm. those are the things I identify as, and mm -hmm. I'm making up Latinx. my own. Yes, I'm making up my own jargon as we go along. Right. The jargon consists of numerous words and phrases which members understand or think they do, <laughs> but which really act to dull one's ability to engage in critical thinking. Because it, it, it mealy mouths everything you say. It does. Lifton said, quote, the language of the totalist environment is characterized by the thought-terminated cliché. The most far-reaching and complex of human problems are compressed into brief, highly reductive, definitive-sounding phrases, easily memorized and easily expressed. I believe you should think for yourself. Racist. Kind of goes there. Or, you know, Jedi. Ooh, like we talked about yeah. Friday. You know, justice and equity and diversity, diversity and, and whatever the hell I was, whatever it is. Nobody cares. Nope. These become the start and finish of any ideological analysis. Mm. Totalist language then is repetitiously centered on an all encompassing jargon, prematurely abstract, highly categorical and relentlessly judging and to anyone, but it most devoted advocate deadly dull. In Lionel Trilling's phrase, the language of non-thought. So, Newspeak. 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 
which is everywhere. Yeah. Isn't that great? Isn't it great? It's grand. It's grand. So smart. Anyway. It's like if you want to clap that. Ew. No, it's not. Right. Well, that is. That is. No. Slang is a part of it. Is it really? Yes. Are you sure? Slang is a part of it. I don't think so. Let's see. Number seven, doctrine over person. The personal experience of the group members are subordinated to the truth held by the group. Apparently, contrary experiences must be denied or reinterpreted to fit the doctrine of the group. Mm-hmm. The doctrine is always more important than the individual. Always. 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 If I could just save one life. If I could turn back time. Mm. If I could save time. In a bottle. bottle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Makes sense. Yep. Um, <laughs> Lifted said, quote, this sterile language reflects another characteristic feature of ideological totalism. The subordination of human experience to the claims of doctrine. When the myth becomes fused with the total uh, totalist sacred science, the resulting quote-unquote logic can be so compelling and coercive that it simply replaces the realities of an individual's experience. Scientology. Well, you know, climate change. Yeah, I, I know. White we're, privilege. We're we're adding a bunch of it into. It, it, we're we're making jokes but, about stuff, some of the stuff, but yeah. But that's the truth of it. Like white privilege. The everything. Change, the, think the, about it. The racial, indi- uh, you know, indiscretion. Everything else. Yeah, yeah. It's all there. <sighs> the same doctrinal gender norms. Pr- yes, the same doctrinal primacy prevails in a totalist approach to changing people. Mm-hmm. The demand that character and identity is to be reshaped. Uh, not in accordance with one's special nature or potentialities, but rather to fit the rigid contours of the doctrinal mold. Right. The underlying assumption is that the doctrine, including the mythological elements, is ultimately more valid, true, and real than any aspect of human uh, character or human experience. Right, because you don't matter. No. Thus, even the circumstances require that a totalist movement follow a course of action in conflict with or outside the doctrine. There exists a need to erect an elaborate facade of new rationalizations designed to demonstrate an unearning consistency of doctrine and the unfailing foresight which is provided. You gender normative cis male. Right. You damn dirty ape. Uh, (laughs) rather than modify the myth in accordance with experience the will of orthodoxy requires instead that men be modified in order to reaffirm the myth men you must be more feminine pretty much toxic masculinity and everything else i mean again you insert your own here this is fun the totalist environment counters deviant tendencies Mm. with the accusations that they stem entirely from personal problems quote unquote derived from untoward or uh, from untold toward earlier influences oh so uh, uh, the reason why you act that way is because you were beaten as a child weren't you therefore toxic masculinity has caused this boy to be the boy that he is oh that person is a rapist because he was sexually abused sure makes sense doesn't it 
Makes sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Finally, number eight, dispensing of existence. T. The group arrogates to itself the pejorative to decide uh, who is, has the right to exist and who doesn't. Prerogative. Shut up. The tomato, tomato at this point. Prerogative, pejorative. <laughs> it's a very different word. Not necessarily. It's, it's close, and I, my eyes are starting to run together. I haven't read this much straight through in a long time, <laughs> especially out loud. Uh, but, Isn't you know, that a problem? Try, uh, uh, but think about that, though. Abortion? Yeah. It's a good start. Uh-huh. Uh, the whole thing with COVID and people being allowed to be in, in, you know, who gets to have a bed and who doesn't. Australia. <sighs> Don't get me started on the Australia. The entire uh, Australia and New Zealand. Don't get me started. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Are, I just, are you good? No, I'm getting frustrated. My eyes are hurting for a moment. All right. So uh, here you go. Here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> usually held in a, a non-literally, or usually held non-literally. This means that those outside the group are unspiritual, worldly, satanic, unconscious. Unwoke. Uh huh. You or, are not woke to what is going on, or whatever, whatever, or whatever, whatever. Uh, and that they must be converted to the ideas of the group, or they will be lost. If Forever. they refuse to join the group, then they must be rejected mm-hmm. by the group's members, right? Even if they are family members, right? In rare cases, this concept gives the group the right to terminate the outsider's life. Mm-hmm. That person voted for Donald Trump. Uh-huh. I will never see them again. I can't. I just can't. I can never see them again. How dare they? Those bastards. Lifton said, quote, the totalist environment always draws a sharp line between those whose right to existence can be recognized and those who possess no such right. One underlying assumption makes this arrogance mandatory. The conviction that there is just one path to true existence, just one valid mode of being, and that all other are pre-force, invalid and false. For the individual, the polar emotion conflicts, uh, conflict is the ultimate existential one of the being versus nothingness. He is likely to be drawn to a conversation experience which he sees as the only means of attaining a path of existence for the future. It, it goes on. It, well, no, that, and that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. So, so basically this again, entire thing. Again, you can point at at least one thing going on in the world, in America. If not right 20. Right now. If not 20. Yeah, through all eight of those. Yeah. Tell me we're not being brainwashed. One way or another. Tell me that re-education isn't trying to happen right here in America continually. If only we could do the same kind of brainwashing for getting people to get American Pride Roasters coffee at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Oh, that would be amazing because then everybody would have delicious, historically great coffee. Yep. It's so great. It's guaranteed to make you swallow every single time you put it in your mouth. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Go to Mojo50.com. Check those guys out. Follow us on all the social medias at DOA Show. Get your comments in. we got a whole other hour to go. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Senate Republicans blocked a measure to fund the government and suspend the debt ceiling, carrying through on their threat to not deliver votes for a Democratic measure to raise the government's borrowing limit. The vote tally was 48 to 50. 60 votes were needed to advance the measure. No Republicans voted for the legislation. The setback is the latest in a slow-motion brawl over how to fund the government and deal with the debt ceiling, which kicked back in on August 1st, with the Treasury Department using, quote, extraordinary measures since then to keep the government solvent. Congress has until the end of Thursday to pass a government funding bill to avoid a shutdown the following day. The deadline for needing to deal with the country's borrowing limit is less definite. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned congressional leadership that they might need to take action as soon as next month. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Federal investigators are examining overturned rail cars and a stretch of tracks as they try to determine why an Amtrak passenger train derailed in rural Montana over the weekend. The accident killed three people and hospitalized seven others. NTSB Vice Chairman Bruce Landsberg says video taken from the train is already being looked at. We have experts that are studying the uh, camera footage frame by frame to make sure that we see exactly what the engineer saw or maybe didn't see uh, when we got to that point. The westbound Empire Builder was traveling from Chicago to Seattle when it left the track Saturday afternoon near Joplin, a town of about 200. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell is preparing to tell Congress that the current spike in U.S. inflation has proven to be larger and more long-lasting than expected. But he is due to say that if inflation does not abate, the Fed is ready to use its tools to lower the pressure on prices. Powell's comments came in remarks the Fed chief is scheduled to deliver Tuesday when he appears with Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen at an oversight hearing. On Wall Street, a mixed day as the Dow is up by 71 points. The Nasdaq dropped 77. More at Town Hall. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work 
find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. and comedy. This is Defenders Live. B from the SAV at DOA show. Love you. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Never going to run around and desert you. Shut up. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> is it all? And I've read that as, as, de, as dessert. Thank you. Well done. I read it as dessert, not desert. So there you go. All right, I read a lot. It's your turn, Miles. <laughs> I'm hurting right now. Your eyes are tired. I need right? my glasses. Like, okay, so you I really do. I no, I lost. I, I can't find my other set of glasses. Oh God! So no, no, no. I had two. <laughs> you want to bear mine? You won't be able to no, see. No, hell then. no. I can't see your. I don't know how you see. I, I I've got two pair I'm, of reading. I'm uh, like half blind. Bro. I'm the old man. I have the reading glasses, and I have one in my Bible, and I had one next to the table because you know. Uh, Kids always got something. Here, dad, fix this. Or, hey, you know, I got a splinter or whatever. And I do the old man thing. I, I scoot to the edge of the chair. And again, you know, legs all wide apart like that. And I, I put my glasses around into my nose. And I'm yeah, you're reading. I'm trying to figure out what that, what do you got right there? Right, yeah. I'm, I'm already doing it. and But I can't find those. So I've only got the one pair. And I'm not right. taking them out of my Bible because if I do, I'll never have them. And then I, I can't. I, I can't. So the Knights of Satan. What had Stephen Airy just described about Snowpiercer sounds a lot like a show my kids used to watch. Tom is the train. Anyway, that's awesome. And, Will be uh, flickering next on Masterpiece a, Theater. I was about to say, is that a fat joke there, Oblivion? Dylan Lyles reads the book of non-progressive politics. Brought to you by a grant from the Chubb Group. <laughs> well, it won't let me like it, so apparently it was a misspelling, so he deleted it. Oh, and he's redoing it and sending it back. But that's still there. Funny. It is. There it, it is. Through? It came through. I didn't get it on my. Uh, I'll, I'll do the likings for you. That's fine. There it is. Yeah. So the Taliban has put forth prohibitions uh, for barbershops now in parts of the Afghanistan. Uh, you know, from shaving and trimming your beards. Continue, uh, continuing that the rules conform to Sharia law. I feel like I should go. I would love, I don't know I couldn't, but because I can't even get in the country, but I would love to go there just to get a beard trim. You can't. I know, but I would I, like to make it happen. To, ask, to like ask or whatever? Yeah. Just, need, to, just to walk in like a complete moron. Hey, excuse me. Can you trim my beard? And they'll be like, are you trying to kill us? <laughs> what? I don't know what's going on. You moron. Anyway, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, quote: The order in Helmand Province uh, was issued by. I love Helmands. 
No, not that I'm more one. of a Dukes guy myself, but Hellman's is a good second. Not that one. Oh. Not the mayonnaise. Not the not not mayonnaise. Not the mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Not that one. Dag it. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not that other one that <laughs> tends to be mayonnaise. <laughs> okay. You know which one I'm talking about? Dukes. No. No. What's the other one? Oh, the Coo Whip. Yeah. That's not no. That that's not the mayonnaise. No, no, though. It's not no Coo Whip. Is is whipped cream. Is whipped cream, yeah, yeah. but it's the um I don't know because it's nasty. It's disgusting. I don't know who's thought of who thought that was a fantastic idea, but they need to be slapped. It's like whatever we're gonna do, then we're gonna whip in sugar. It's like what? Eggs and sugar. All you need is flour and baking soda. At that point, you can make a cake. Right. It's just I don't know. You've already got the oil. You've already got the eggs. You got everything. Got, just everything. Stop it. Anyway, so no 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 beard trims in the Afghanistan hands. No beard trims in the Afghanistan's. Yeah. Um. It was issued by a pre- prevent. Provincial uh, Taliban government's vice and virtue department. Oh, good. To the barbers in Lashkarga, the provincial capital. I'm not a fan of escargot. No, no. It's kind of nasty. Lashkarga. Oh. Well, isn't that the female version in French? No. Oh. Miracle whip. <laughs> miracle whip. Thank you. It's the miracle whip. It's, no. the, it's the Pepsi of me- of. Mayonnaise. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting, isn't it? That's but doesn't it make a lot of sense? No, actually, it, it does. Makes so much sense. Kind of hit the nail on the head there. I think I just right off the dome. I didn't even think that about was that a good one. one. No, that's yeah. It's <laughs> a, it's oh wow. Anyway, it's just it's the tang of Sunny D. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, Sunny D to Tang. That's what it is. <laughs> anyway, continuing on. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Who loves orange soda? Not me. Cal. Cal loves orange soda. No, yeah, the care. order warns that violators. Cal will doesn't be- listen to us, so I don't give a damn. That's right. Uh, the order warns that violators will be punished. Quote. If any violate, uh, if anyone violates the rule, they will be punished, and no one has the right to complain. You have the right to complain. You don't have the right to complain. Complain away. You complain all you want. I don't care. You have. I cut no out your right tongue to complain. If you complain, I cut out your tongue. Thank uh, you very much. Good. I request our Taliban brothers to give freedom to people to live the way they want to live and love the way they want to love. It sounds like a really bad... And trim beards and hair the way they want to trim. Sounds like a bad country song right That there. came from barbershop owner Jalaluddin. Okay. I had to take a minute because it took me a minute for my head to calculate that word, that guy's name. Okay. No, no. Jalaluddin. Aloha snack bar to you too. No, that's the guy's name. Uh, uh, he told that to AP. Con- also adding in there. Now we have a few clients coming uh, coming to us. So uh, yeah, that, that they're and they're scared. Well, duh. They, they don't want to trim their hair or their beard. So I requested them to let people free, so that we have our business and we can freely come and they can freely come to us. Or you could just go find another place to live. Live. You just not live in the 
the Afghanistans. And I mean, I get it's your home that you grew up there or whatever, but it sounds like they don't need barbers in Afghanistan. I love America with all my heart, but do you know what? If, if it junk keeps getting too much worse, going to have to find someplace. <sighs> yeah. Like a fat kid in dodgeball. I'm going to be out of here. I don't know where the hell I'm going, but somewhere, Texas, probably. Yeah. Somewhere out there beneath mm-hmm. the pale moonlight. Anyway, so the AP reported this on Saturday where the Taliban members slayed four alleged kidnappers. Allegedly. And hung their corpses in the public square of Herat. Oh, good. Yes. So that's a fun after, a fun weekend. I don't know. They were kidnappers. Oh, but I'm saying. If they were kidnappers, I'm, I can't not disagree, I guess. I, I kind of have to agree that that, I mean, that might've been a little overboard with. Are you saying it's a tad excessive? A, a maybe just a hair. Um, but once again, we have advocated for public hangings. Oh, I'm all about public hangings. Now, but here's the difference between us, my, my, uh, you know, pay-per-view public hanging and this. <laughs> Which by the way, that sounds amazing, right? There. Doesn't it? Pay-per-view public hanging <laughs> this Saturday. Um, no, but or you can get it for free online. <laughs> Your favorite guillotine operator. <laughs> um <laughs> Grave Digger. <laughs> be something like that, yeah. <laughs> the shovel. Anyway. You know, the difference is 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 on this side. Under what I'm referring to, there would actually be, you know, it would be, you know, an actual, you know, jury of your peers. There would be evidence right. brought. It would be. Yes. And this is not. And this is clearly not. This was just the Taliban was like, these guys are kidnappers. We're killing them and hanging yeah, them. We're saying the they're kidnappers. So we're going to kill them and then hang their corpses and in that's the street. How that's gonna so go, you guys yeah. would know that they were kidnappers. Just so you know. Right. That they're kidnappers. Just don't do it because <laughs> kidnappers. Right. Right. Do not kidnap. Right. Well, I, so this actually Excuse brings me. up a, a different point, not that one, but the 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 shaving and the, the, paper the trimmings. No, public. the shavings and the trimmings. We'll get back to that in a minute. But the shavings and the trimmings, right? So what if somebody just keeps their beard well-groomed? That's still trimming. I mean, just like they, they, no, no, they get it brushed through, still, you know? No, that's trimming. They have to trim? That's trimming. How did, what, what do you mean? No, I'm saying that that's trimming. That, that whole... Pull through and all that shit. That's trimming. How is that trimming though? Because you're cutting the beard. I'm saying not cutting it, but just keeping it clean, you know, keep brushing it properly and all the rest of it. And you, you, This single hair on my face yes. counts as my beard. Yes. I can cut that. Right. I'm not talking about cutting it. That's trimming. I know. I wasn't cutting it. I'm talk, talking about cutting or trimming. What you just did. No, I said if they keep it clean. No, but that you're and how? By brushing it out, I have that. You have to, there's a lot that goes into it. To oh, I know. Yeah, I get it. I just, I don't. They live in the desert. They don't have that kind of thing. <laughs> they don't have that or the time. Yeah. I they mean, they don't. do get Amazon drops. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No, I, 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 but even, in, unless you're just taking a brush to it, like, I don't know if constantly. I don't know if you could iron it out or anything like that because that be, but I'm serious because that would be a form of materialism, which is completely what they're supposedly against. 
Right, and so everybody just walks around with a nasty, scraggly beard. Yeah. That gets in everything. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. Isn't it, though? Like, at least clean it up a bit. Oh. Like, just make it cleaner. Just a hair. Again, it's one of those you have to, you know. <laughs> Get it. I got it. I don't want it, but I got it. Yep. <sighs> the news comes on the we- uh, the wake of the uh, Taliban's swift takeover of Afghanistan. Okay. You know, and took over. Yeah, they did. The rest it was it. pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, funny thing is. Is it really funny? No. No? No. On top of, uh, I'm sensing there's more than just thou shalt not cut, you know, trim beards. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that thing about, uh, you know, uh, an eye for an eye and. Yeah. Tooth for tooth. Yeah, yeah. You you get caught with certain things. You get certain things and stuff happen to you. Yes. Well. Well. Taliban figure, Mullah Nuruddin. Wow. Yeah, sorry. Mullah Nuruddin Turabi told the Associated Press uh, during an interview that uh, the executions and hand amputations will return. Oh, good. To the Afghanistan. Oh, good. So we're putting that on pay-per-view. No, no. That's not... <laughs> I mean, we could. Uh, it might actually get some... But no. That would, um, that would probably get... No. The Taliban... Uh, yeah. It, something. They said, quote, cutting off of hands is very necessary for security. Well, duh. If you don't have hands... You can't You're pretty safe. Can't steal. Can't steal. You can't, can't fight. Unlo- well, you could. You could hit people with the nub. Yeah, we've had that conversation. You get, <laughs> it's going to hurt hit, you too. You but hit somebody with that nub. It's still going to hurt. They're going to get upset because then they got, they got the nub on their face. Right. And that's gross. <laughs> it is. It is. Especially if it's still bleeding. Well, no, it won't be bleeding. That's well, just dumb. Punch somebody a couple times with the nub. See if it doesn't bleed. Oh, I mean, it might. I'm just thinking about just touching it, period. <laughs> it, it, you know, the, the, the funny thing about that is with those sort of amput- people get weird about that. It's like you. I'm touching your arm, right? Yeah. Well, if you were amputated and I touched that arm, I'd still be touching your arm, right? Mm-hmm. But I'd be touching the closer to the nub. Yeah. Yeah. People get weird about the nub thing. Yeah, you, you want a real reason why? Why? Okay. Same arm. Yeah. You can see my scar? Yeah. Road rash. Yeah. Okay. I remember. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Let's say it didn't hurt. You want to touch that? Not now. I mean, because I mean, it's just at the, now. At the time, I was I wouldn't be terribly. I'd have been like, eh, whatever. But I'm saying you're not reaching for it. You're not trying to. I mean, I mean it, I'm a weird person, so I'd be like. You probably yeah, would Prod, be. prod. <laughs> pokey, pokey, pokey. Does it hurt? Poke, poke. You know? <laughs> I feel like you're feeling something there, buddy. I see your eye twitching. No. Uh, but that's my point. And, and that's what it is. It's not that anybody can, at least as far as I understand, it's not that they're going to go, oh, I'm not touching an arm. It's the fact that it's like, it's a wound. Even if it's healed, it's a wound. Yeah. Another one. Okay, forget it. Like, this is nothing as far as, like, road rash scarring goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a real scar. Right. Or, or, or very severe sunburn. Okay. Like, like the blistering bubbles, kind. Like the blistering yeah. pustules. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. You're going to touch somebody then? No. Why? Because, Be, well, then again, I don't want to. But Forget the pain side of it for the right. other person. Say it's completely numbed out. You're Yeah, you're not going to touch it because you're like, oh, ooh. 
That's, yeah. Well, yeah. Most people, most people wouldn't. Um, Are you trying to say you would? I'd pop it. You weirdo. I'd pop it. I said, no. Yeah. No, you don't pop the blisters. You let it sit there. I pop. Ugh. I did. It takes them longer to heal that way. Eh. Whatever. Whatever. Hey. Yeah. Uh, he went on to say that it's something that they're going to do to make sure that they develop a policy for punishment. They want to make sure that it's there. Uh, Turabi is one of the founders of the Taliban, according to the outlet, which reported that in the past, the Taliban's executions uh, sometimes occurred in front of audiences and stadiums. Oh, good. See, pay-per-view. See, pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Yep. Quote, every one that's criticized us for punishment in the stadiums, but uh, we have never said anything about their laws and their punishments. <laughs> Right. No one will tell us what our laws should be. We will follow Islam and we will make our laws on the Quran. Okay. If you say so. Yeah. So uh, executions are definitely happening. Uh, Good. Amputations of body parts are definitely happening. If you steal over there, your hand is getting chopped off. Cool. I wonder what they do with the leftover. What do you mean? Like, if, okay, so you get convicted, you're, you're convicted of stealing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you're, you're charged, you're, you're convicted, punishment is handed down. Right. Chop your hand off. Okay. What do they do with it? Throw it away. I mean, just throw it away, throw it away? Yeah, throw it away, throw it away. And like feed a dog with it or send it home. And well, you don't want to give a dog. You uh, send it home and to back with the person in a doggy bag or something, be like, here, you, here's you, a remember, remembrance no. of... <laughs> You could look at it from time to time. Remember when you could touch? <laughs> you remember the touch, the feel of cotton, the fabric, fabric of, of our, our lives? lives? Yeah. yeah, that's what you stole, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I, well, one, no feeding it to the dogs because you never want to give an animal uh, the taste of human flesh. Well, no, I, I, I okay, no, I, I, I see you there. Right. You don't want to give an animal the taste of human flesh. Um, and that's, so no, you don't do that. Is that bad? I assume? That's a bad idea. <laughs> if by Adam Adam W. Johnson over on Twitter, pretty sure that Chucky from Sons of Anarchy would laugh at them. Yeah. <laughs> you even know what we're talking about? I do actually. The, yes. The, the, yeah. the hands and mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. I do. I do know that one. It's funny. Spam? What? What about spam? What? Be from the SAV? Oh, turning the hand, the leftover hand. Oh, into spam. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, Once I'm, again, uh, cannibalism is a bad idea. It actually causes uh, breakdowns in your brain, which will give you uh, massive tremors. And dysentery. Also dysentery. <laughs> But if you sterilize, it'll still give you massive tremors because the proteins can't be broken down. Uh, that's why cannibalism is actually bad for you. The proteins can't break down. Wait a minute. So that's what's bad for you. Not the fact that you're eating another human being. Well, no, no, no. So what I'm trying to say is nature has made it so when you do something so horrid as eat your own species, it will affect you negatively. <laughs> God said, don't do that. 
Not just God. Everything says don't do it. Yeah, well, God did made. I mean, he yeah. made everything. But I'm saying, even right. if you don't believe in God, science and nature and everything says don't eat human as human. <laughs> as a human, do not eat human. Bad idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I got it. <laughs> I got it. I don't rightly want it. <laughs> it degrades your brain. It degrades your motor skills. It makes it so your body has constant tremors and shakes all the time. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. Okay. It's 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 not good. Uh, what if what if your uh, what if your pay per view executioner had tremors <laughs> or a lazy eye? <laughs> no, 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 no. Think about it. No, no. Zero depth perception. Well, there's all it. kinds of fun things no, no, we no, can throw. Think about it. There. Your executioner sitting there and he's at the guillotine. Right. He's got Tourette's. <laughs> he's, got, he's like he's got Lou Gehrig's or something. Parkinson's. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there. He's, he has the chain in his hand and he's doing this number. Or worse, they make him actually hold the axe and do the swinging. Oh, oh so close. I know we were aiming at the wrist. I am so sorry. Uh, uh, or he's like doing this when he's holding the axe. Is it heavy? No. no. <laughs> it's only about three and a half pounds, but it doesn't matter. It's like a really, it's like, it's like a bad uh, blazing saddle skit. Oh. They call me the cold one because of dead shot. You see this? Mm-hmm. Like a rock. Yeah. Well, this is my shooting hand. It's, <laughs> it's like that. Yes, exactly. It's so stupid. Right? This might have his private DOA show. We just need to get something we can stay in international waters and declare our own country. No, I... I, I we can be like China and uh, build a, build an island out of trash. Yeah, we could be the. I don't know why the cotton song stuck in my head now. Which one? Touch the feel of cotton. Oh, yeah, because you said it. I know, but I already said it, so it shouldn't be stuck in my head now. No, you. No, that's not how it works. I guess. You're the one that said it. It's going to affect you worse. I've ruined it all. You've ruined it for yourself. The rest of the night, you've killed it. Mm. Done, son. At DOA show, Swim with Private DOA show, he's got he, he got to put his head on the axe handle and spin it around ten times. <laughs> there we go round the mulberry bush. The mulberry monkey chased the weasel. Pop. Monkey fell and busted his head. Pop goes the weasel. Now six more times. You're doing fantastic, there, Henry. My name's not Henry. It's Grave Digger. Right. Okay. Adam W. Johnson, also on Twitter, when it comes to the Taliban's uh, policies on theft, you really got to hand it to them. Oh. Look at you over there. <laughs> doing the good stuff. I see what you did there. Yeah, it's, it's well done. Well you done. You know what? Anyway. <laughs> oh, it's the little things that make me giggle. Right. So any more of the, from the Africa Hannah stands? That, well, there's probably a ton, but I just, yeah, I, that's why I decided to talk about the, uh, the, <laughs> the pay-per-view execution again. I think, I think it's a fantastic idea. Right. It would pay for a lot of stuff. I mean, think about it. It, it really would. Pay-per-view, 
execution. It's not like it's out in the middle of the square. No. Uh, the gu- uh, Whatever organization's doing it can, can, can make a good buck. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it'd be a really good idea. Right. It would be a deterrent for sure. Yes. Because everybody gets kind of, you know, made to, I don't know. I don't want to say they exalt them per se, but. Mm-hmm. You know, you turn around and you throw these people out there and be like, hey, look, you know, they're so wonderful. You get copycats and everything else. Right. You find out that, you know, you see the actual end of it. Kind of like, oh, maybe this is not as good as I thought it was. This is a bit more of a bummer than I planned. Yeah, maybe this is not cool. I don't, I don't know if I like this or not. I'm not cut out for this crap. But then you have people that do things like watch The Purge and they wish that it happens. I can't condone the purge, but at the same time, I completely understand it. Yeah, I, I, it's, I it's, really it's that do. human nature for wrath. Well, yeah, but it would never actually work on the other side, though. Oh, never, never. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1820. 855-325-1820. That's 855-325-1820. You called the Easter Bunny for all I give a damn. The point is, is they're all still Muslim extremists. Easter Bunny. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't pick up that egg if I were you, Timmy. Cadbury egg commercial. Whole new meaning. (laughs) Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Defenders Live. Weekdays, 9 p.m. Eastern, Mojo 50 Radio. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800 708-4395. 800-709-4395. 800-709-4395. 800-709-4395. This is Defenders Live. So, uh, R. Kelly was uh, found guilty 
Oh, darn. Of sexually abusing women, boys, and girls over several decades. Oh, darn. He only faces 10 to life. That's it? Yep. Hold on. Oh, to life. Yeah, 10 to life, which means he gets offered parole at 10 years. Yeah. Uh-huh. What did... um? What did Bill Cosby get? Uh, now, obviously, he got, he got released. Well, obviously, he got released. Life. He got life. What did he, straight up life. Yeah. Or 20 to life, I think. He sure as hell didn't make the 20. He didn't make the life either. No. Um, something is... Hold on. Let's see. What? What? I'm just curious. What Bill Cosby got? Yeah. Bill Cosby sentence? Yeah. What was Bill... Cosby. Cosby. Sentence. I was hoping it'd be in the thing. Cosby's. Sweaters, really? Yep. They don't. Original sentence. Original sentence. The original one. Yeah, that's a fake one. The original. Uh, Prison sentence was overturned. Yeah. Sex was overturned. Okay. Let's try here. Forbes. Okay. Probably not gonna be able to work out. No, I get one. He was uh, uh-huh. serving more than two years of a three to ten year sentence. Oh, so he was three to ten. So he was three to ten years for what he. But it's also like two hundred years old. So <laughs> three to ten is life. Sad, you've grown out. <laughs> right. Yeah, the fifty-four-year-old Kelly uh, was uh, convicted of all nine counts. Wow. Including racketeering of 14 uh, underlying acts that included uh, sexual exploitation of children, uh, kidnapping, bribery, sex trafficking. Mm. And he also faces uh, eight, also faced eight additional charges, uh, violations of the Mann Act, a sex trafficking law that prohibits transportation of any woman or girl across state lines for nefarious purposes. And he only Isn't got, that kidnapping? That That is part of kidnapping, and he has kidnapping in there. Oh, I know, but I'm kidnapping. saying, I guess they, it's But one specifically, of those. if you're a guy transporting a woman or girl for, nefari- for nefarious purposes, it's a sexist crime. Yeah, whatever. Anyway... The New York federal uh, federal jury of seven men and five women reached the unanimous verdict after two days. Wow, and a month long trial. Oof. Yeah, the case was not about uh, not about a celebrity who liked. Uh, <laughs> this is a quote: "The case was not about a celebrity who likes to party a lot." That from the assistant U.S. attorney Maria Cruz Melendez. Uh, she said that during the opening statements in August, this is the case about a predator. How to catch a predator? No. Oh. They've already caught him. Oh, okay. How to convict, convict the predator. Yeah, according to the CNN, at least 50 prosecutors, uh, prosecution and defense witnesses took the stand during the trial, including several, quote, Jane Doe's. Uh, there were 45 prosecution witnesses and one Jane Doe uh, was uh, later R&B star Aaliyah Dana uh, Aaliyah. Yeah. Yeah. Known professionally as Aaliyah, who died in 2001. Wow. I did not know she was one of them. Oh, yeah. 
Did not know that little nugget. Like she kind of got her start in R and B. Well, no, I know who Aaliyah is. I'm with the hell of R. Kelly, I did not know that. Yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. She was still like That's really sad, young because I happened. Liked, she was. Really I actually young. liked her. Yeah, she was great. Did a great job. Anyway, quote: The jurors heard from multiple witnesses who were present at the uh, at the uh, uh, Aaliyah marriage to Kelly. In 1994, when he was 27 and she was 15. (sighs) Prosecutors showed copies of the couple's marriage license application, which listed Aaliyah as the age of 18 at the time of their wedding. Of course, that was a lie. Weird. uh, Kelly's former manager testified and admitted that he bribed a worker at the Chicago Area Welfare Office to create fraudulent IDs for Aaliyah. That's sad. Kelly was said to have married Aaliyah because he falsely believed he got her pregnant. Sir, you shouldn't have been doing it in the first place. Another witness said that she uh, she met Kelly when she was just 17. Not Aaliyah, but another person. And noted that he, was willing, he willingly invited her to his studio despite being fully aware that she was underage. I mean, how does this... Okay. R. Kelly literally went on stage somewhere last year and we talked about it. Yeah. Where he just straight up invited any woman. Yeah. To come on stage. Come on stage with him and then leave with him. We're going to go party. As part of his song. Yeah. He ad-libbed an invitation to any and all comers. Ew. Yeah. That's no, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm quite okay. So he's been a sexual deviant forever and ever. And it was obvious. I mean, come on. When 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 people like Chris Rock and <laughs> when everyone else makes fun of you. Everyone makes fun of you. They make songs like Come pee on you. Chip chip chip. You know, that's come on. Weird Al. No. <laughs> yeah, he did one too, I believe. No. No, Weird Al did not touch that. B from the SEV had a bit of a crush on Aaliyah back in the day. I did too. I'm not going to lie. I'm saying. I'm not going to lie. She was. She she had a great voice. She was pretty. She yeah. was. My favorite to this day is still. Um, was it not Cradle to Grave? Damn it. I had it right in my head. It was Jet Li. Uh, Aaliyah was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. What's the name of the movie? I have it at the house. And I, I don't know. I feel like an idiot now because I, I had pitched it up way too higher than what it needs to be. Yeah, I don't know. But that was, that's, that's still one of my favorite movies. <clears throat> yeah. it was, it wasn't, she was in it and she, and she was just talented. Cradles She's, of the Grave with Steven Seagal and uh, DMX. Yeah. DMX is in this too, but he was, his was more of a cameo part. It was Jet Li and somebody else. Um, yeah, and there was a whole uh, Asian to uh, black relations in the yes, area. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. I can't remember what the name of the movie is. But it, was it was good. A, it was a good really good movie. Yeah, and, and it's it very, was basically Romeo and Juliet, black Asian. Well, no, not even just that though. If, if, you, if you watched the movie, it was very similar to the kind of stuff that's going on now. It was where the powers that be on both sides were trying to instigate wars amongst themselves so they can turn around and profit off of their own people. Right. Yeah, and then off of the destruction of this town around them. Yes, it was. It's it was really good. 
I just, but anyway, I, I'm not, I'm right there with you. I kind of had a crush on her too. I was like, well, she is pretty. We agree. Yes. <laughs> At the time. At the, yeah. Then now she's not looking. She, so good. No, no. She decayed. Now that's mm, sad. Sadness. Wow. But yeah. Uh, so Kelly got uh, 10 years. Well, ish. Ish. Unless he gets out early on good behavior. Well, Okay. I, I don't hope that he does I mean, he's not going to a hard prison. Anyway. Oh, dear God. No, 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 no. He probably he won't be there. He won't be in general pop. He won't be nothing. Nothing. They're going to keep him separated. Yeah. <laughs> keep it separated. Hey! Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I, he should, though. Mm-hmm. He should, I think. You should stick his happy ass into something that won't have a happy ass when he's done. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. It really needs to happen. Because I wonder what would happen there. Like all the because we already know kind of what happens to people when they go to jail with this kind of charges. Yeah. The regular people. They get used up pretty easy. What do you what happens to Romeo must die. Thank there you. There it is. Yeah it was a Romeo Thank and Juliet you. play. There you go. Um but uh yeah, no, I, I wonder what would happen if you put a quote-unquote celebrity mm-hmm. in there for the same thing. Like, I... I, I, f- I Honestly, I think what's going to happen is he's going to have a bunch of people idolizing him. Well, maybe, but at the same time... I mean, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. But still. I don't know. But that would be... That would be interesting. It would be. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, he might, you're going to have people idolizing him. Yeah. That's not the question. <laughs> the question I think is going to be, you know, how many would idolize him and be like, Oh my God, it's a celebrity. And how many people are going to go, you son of a bitch. Right. Well, you I know mean, what I mean? How many would, would a woodchuck chuck? If a woodchuck could chuck wood. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. The The jury is still out. It, I know. I know it is. I know it but, is. But, you know, mm-hmm. hey, hey, and now for something completely different. A fame medical journal has uh, sparked outrage with its uh, insistence on de-sexing uh, women, and instead referring to them as uh, bodies with vaginas. Oh, good. You know, yeah. Following the outcry, the journalist editor in chief. Issued what was apparently supposed to be an apology because, uh, <laughs> hey guys, we're sorry, but focused mainly just on the transgender community instead. Really? So, yeah, because here's what happened uh, they posted this thing, Medical Journal, where they, they changed all the stuff from women to bodies with vaginas, and they got taken to the woodshed from social media. Well, they would have to. I mean, again, because the whole point they were referring to, again, going it goes back to they were this the topic surrounding the whole thing right was about menstruation yes right mm-hmm. well you can't say bodies with vaginas because in this day and age there have been bodies who have been reconstructed to have alleged vaginas and uh, allegedly and right by right. having that mm-hmm. just because you have that doesn't mean you menstruate exactly so you can't sit here even even under a uh, well we're woke kind of thing it doesn't matter. It's not the same. It, you're still talking nonsense. Because you can't say bodies with vaginas rather than women because it still ends up being women because women are the only ones that can kind of menstruate. Actually, 
If you don't have a womb or the ability to have a womb, then you can't menstruate. Those with a womb. Ah, oh, those with the wombs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the touch, the feel of cotton. Okay. Oh, no. God, it's still in your head, isn't it? It is, but think about it, cotton. I know. I, there I, you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no, no. You're, You're welcome. You're walking away from that one. You're welcome. Yeah, the Daily Mail on Sunday reported that uh, the Lancet promptly uh, prompted fury. Not with fury. Its, fury. With its dehumanizing and sexist uh, front page remarks. Which How dare they? described females as bodies with vaginas rather than women in apparent uh, attempt to appease the transgendered lobby. In early September, an article titled Periods on Display. Ew. Didn't somebody already do that as a painting? Yeah, Gross. but this is an article now from a science journal. So you can read the fun instead of just living it. Oh, That's right. Good. Mm-hmm. Next time they'll have scratch and sniff. Uh <laughs> Addressed what the outlet said. <laughs> We're hooked. It's just going to smell like rusty nickels. <laughs> hey, look, there's a clot. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, what they said was a taboo and history of periods. What's a taboo? At the Vagina Museum in London. <sighs> what? Hold on. I'm, there's I'm- a vagina museum in london let that sink in i'd rather not yeah the article writers uh, according to the outlet use the word women to describe females but uh, also use the term bodies with vaginas Yeah, the front page of the September 25th article said, quote, historically the anatomy and physiology of bodies with vaginas has been neglected it has. It has. Very much so. Yeah, some academics, according to the Daily Mail, were unhappy with the articles and the cover and said that uh, that both were part of a misguided pursuit of woke points. Because we're not happy. Oh. Get it? I, yeah, no, I got you. I changed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. There, mm-hmm. It makes it not happy. That's right. Because he was talking about being happy. Because they're not happy. Uh, but I'm not happy. Yeah. The Mail cited Dr. Uh, Madeline Nidicalo. Hashtag nailed it. Hashtag like a native. Yes. Uh, who said uh, naming women as bodies with vaginas is a new low. Is it? All in the misguided pursuit of woke points. You can be inclusive without being insulting and abusive. How dare you dehumanize us with that with a statement like that? Well, I agree. I actually, yeah, I agree. Completely well. agree. It's like, okay, first it was, oh, and I agree that, you know, women should have equal rights. Absolutely. Absolutely. Equal rights. And they should also have equal responsibility. <laughs> Actually, you made funny you mentioned that because they're ta- I, there was something I believe I'd heard got passed somewhere um, that women now are required to sign up or be registered for the draft. And everyone is, li- there's all kinds Why? of people living about it. If you want it. equal rights, you got to have exactly. it. Exactly. If I you want s- equal rights... An equal responsibility. That's how you pay for it. It's, if you want to have the right, you need to be responsible with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why it's such an issue. Why is it a big issue? We haven't even had a draft. Oh, yeah. We haven't had one for years. But what, the, fact the 60s, the last one? It was 60s, right? 60s or 70s. Yeah, because Vietnam. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was just, the last draft we had was in the 60s. 
Now, with the current society and how everybody is uh, hating on the military and how nobody really wants to join the military for, or not, 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 Nobody wants to, but a vast majority don't want to join the military because of one reason or another, specifically on the conservative side, more so because the government is going to kill everybody and less for the fact that it's they don't want to support the military because they do. Yeah. We may have a draft eventually because they're going to push us into a war it could that happen. we have to be a part of. It could happen. They're going to force us into a war that we have to be a part of because without that, there's not going to be... They're, they're, they're going to have to give up on COVID eventually. And so they have to have a new thing. I don't know. They, have, they can come up with all kinds of variants. Yeah, but like now, we don't care. No, I know. I don't Everybody's care. completely checked out. <laughs> They've been completely numbed by it. Either you believe it wholeheartedly or you are completely numb to it and you just want everything to go back to normal. Oh, I absolutely do. I want to be go back to you know some form of normalcy. Right. But no, that's not going to happen. So. Leave me the hell alone, sir. Right. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I'm right there with you. But yeah, about this, okay? About specifically about women's rights, uh-huh. okay? And and making sure that you're being, quote unquote, inclusive. This goes back to that second, Jedi. The, the, the Jedi. And it also mm-hmm. goes back to the story that we were talking about where you were going through the list of things that people want, the politically correct words and the verbiage and the phrasing and the new speak and yada, yada, yada. Yep. Making it so being a woman is nothing more than having a specific body part. Isn't that the kind of the... Literally, that's materializing a woman into nothing but a vagina. Yeah, but isn't that the antithesis of what their argument is in the first place? Which is you can't, you know, don't sit here and and, and put me down just based off of my genitals. I am whoever I decide to be. Right, but at the same point in time... Your genitals don't decide what you are. But allegedly they do. <laughs> According to them, it does, though. Right. According to them, it that's what, does. That's what but I'm talking about. But then you about. also have on the same side of them, you have women like this who are looking at it like, how dare you put me down by saying that I'm just a vagina? No, and I agree with that. I mean, <clears throat> they are more than that. At the same time, though, and I don't know her, but I'm going to go on a limb that a lot of people in that kind of realm realm that ethos over there mm-hmm. those are the very same people who are all about you know equal rights of everybody and also the lgbtq let the trans do what they want to do because <clears throat> it's okay for them to do what they want to do let the men get a tilapia of s- ew <laughs> stop it a tilapia slit that's gross <laughs> it's nasty gross what yeah. is this on my no mm-hmm be from the SAV. Any museum that I can sink into would be really hard for me to embrace. <laughs> Just say it. Ew. Hot dog hallway. Go. <laughs> run, my son, run. You take the high road and I'll take the low road. No, I'm not taking any road to get there. And we'll both get there in the morning. No, we won't. Because I'm not going. You sound a bit miffed. Not doing it. Oh, no. But yeah, it's funny. So uh, it goes into another argument, though. And it's one that actually came across on social media. Okay. Okay. This argument came across on social media. And I, I sorry, I didn't, uh, I didn't prep send it. it over. I didn't prep it because I didn't think that this was going to come up. But it, it did. And so since it came up quite a bit. It was a social media person, personality. They do the Twitters a lot. Okay. And uh, they're, 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 they're checked, 
So, you know, they're Oh, they're fancy then. They're fancy. Wow. On the Twitters. Hey. Uh they 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 retweeted with a comment somebody. This, the other person said uh she didn't change her name when she got married. Her husband took her name. And uh okay. This person decided to comment saying uh so she took his wife's dad's name. Yeah. That's what right. it sounds like. Right. Okay. And then another person commented underneath that. So a man's surname belongs to him, but a woman's surname, a biggest part of her identity that ties her to her family, doesn't belong to her, but the dad? Here's the thing. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but... Isn't that kind of a preface? It's, it's a tradition thing. Yeah, okay? well, and that's... And, and, that's a, fine, right? Right, but it's a tradition thing based upon an old, an older idea, a, a very traditional idea of marriage. But when when I say old idea, I mean a woman given to a man as 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 marriage for a dowry. Well, and know. not just that too. It's you know it goes you know the the connection is also biblical. You can take the whole you know it's a man and a woman become one, right? You know? Right. And it doesn't matter. What, so that's the other thing, right? So you have that. That's the man and the woman become one. Well, in what way? Because up until a certain generation, man and woman become one was literally they would take the same name and normally it would be the males. Uh, and so every generation rose up. The whole idea of you got to have at least one boy to pass along the lineage of your name was due to the fact that the male kept the name in the relationship and the female took his name. Yeah. Right? But what does that matter nowadays? Well, it, What does it matter? And that's what I'm saying. It doesn't. To, to sit here and argue. Well, over what point does it matter? What point matters for it? So the, the, here's what I mean. Okay. okay. Are you a mass traditionalist? To where you believe that the lineage should pass along the male line, mainly because the male line is the only line that can pass that genome down from the from one to does another. Does anybody ever do it that way though? Like today, does anybody ever look think at about it, it like that? No. Think of it from the angle of my lineage must carry on. Well, I have no sons to pass we, on. We my go, son. but we talk about the father of my father of my. People talk about that still. My my great great grandfather, father, 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 and it's never about the grandmother because the grandmother's always from a different family, or the mother's always from a different family, and so it's always the father's lineage stepping down. That's the traditional viewpoint. But it's also a scientific viewpoint. Well, yeah, it's just a, it's just an angle. They picked a lane, they ran with it, and that was the way it went. And sure, you can go back right. to well, it's the patriarchy and blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay, fine. But who, it's a it's a, it's a who, tying of genealogy to a name. Yeah. But my point is, who cares? Right. Who in today's cares? society, it doesn't matter anymore. It never met. Honestly, it never really mattered in the first place. Right. It, it, it was a it was a man made construct. Now, obviously, people make a big deal about it. And be like, oh well, it has to be this way. No, it doesn't it have to. Really be. Really doesn't. No, it doesn't have to be. You're right. It's it's a traditionalist now, kind of thing. But does does when I got when I got married? Honestly, when I got married, if my wife decided she didn't want to take my name, I would have been upset. Well, don't get me wrong. I kind of would like that. You know, I'm like that too. I'd, I'd have been upset. I'd been like, why? Is, However, my name, is my name not good enough for you? However, well, but 
you know, and that, but that brings up the argument. Well, is her name not good enough for you? Exactly. Exactly. That's the point. Right. Who cares what anybody else wants to do? Mm-hmm. Now, you would mention that, obviously, pre-marriage. Right. That was pre-marriage. And you'd just be like, hey, just so we're clear, <clears throat> I, I'm just weird about this. Maybe it's how I grew up or just how I see things, blah, blah. But I want, you know, I would if we get married, I want you to have take my name. Right. There was also meant to be a, a, as kind of a like a high level gift, you know what I mean? You, you know, to to be given someone, you know, to share their name with them, like that means a big deal to people, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's supposed to be a big deal. But you know, again, that's a traditional side of things. Who cares? Who cares that they got now? Can we sit there and go, wow, that's a little weird because we're it's not screw, used well, to it? Yeah, we're not used to it, and technically, it does kind of screw up the naming. But who cares? But not. But that's just the thing. It's not even a big deal. But the only reason why you would need to know at this point, unless you're trying to track down whether or not your family owned slaves or not. It's um, not a big issue. Or unless you're royalty where you have to prove your bloodline, there's no reason for it. Right. Who the hell cares what yeah. your name is? There have been many cases down the lines of, of, of human society to where the son decided to take the mother's maiden name instead of taking the father's name because yeah, he happens. hated the death. And it's not anything that's going to be a problem Heck, people take other people's names for all sorts of reasons. Well, not for nothing. Most of the last names back in the day used to come from your job. Right, because you didn't actually have to have a last name. No, because there wasn't that many people with your name floating around. At least not around you. Not around you directly. Yeah, there was. it wasn't one of those situations where you could be in town and run into like 12 mics. There, yeah, the, there wasn't the situation to where every year there's the most popular name presented. <laughs> by far. By far, and where 7 million children are named. So, uh, all the girls in this generation are named this. Yeah. You know? It doesn't work that way. No, it's not like, it wasn't like that. That wasn't a thing. It's just, it's so stupid. The, the, the stuff that we find to argue about. Why? Why Why does it matter? Does it truly, I think, does it truly matter? No, no, but you know what it is? I think it's, it's just one more thing. We've gotten so used to arguing. Right. We've gotten so used to fighting. We've gotten so used to bickering and complaining. To the and, mass snark. Yeah, that, that we, we have to find something new. We've, we're tired of beating all the old stuff down. We, you know, race and COVID and all this stuff. We have to move on to other things mm-hmm. and we have to find that next battle that we can win because that's what makes a war a war. It's multiple battles. It's not just one. Right. It's multiples. We have to have a battle going in our lives continually. Constantly, or we have, it serve no purpose apparently. Right. And if it's on Twitter, it's obviously completely fruitless. It's all well. All of it's fruitless, if you ask me. I, I've like, well, what I mean is, like, there are battles that you have that you're, that you're going to have in your life that actually strengthen you, that actually do things for you and for your life, and put you in a position that could put you in a position to where you can become a better person for it. Yeah, but you, there there are those. You can't. Yeah, you're right, but you can't walk into those things expecting like. The battle over somebody's last name is not it. Yeah, especially in, on Twitter. Yeah, if you're going in arguing and fighting just to argue and fight, you're doing something wrong. If you're not, if you're not trying to find resolution or come out with a different understanding on the situation, you're doing it wrong. Period. If you're not learning to think for yourself. Yep. If you're not ordering from American Pride Roasters Coffee and getting your coffee from there, you're doing it wrong. Right. Definitely doing it. Historically great coffee. Guaranteed to make you swallow every single time you put it in your mouth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. World is falling apart and going to hell, but at least 
you can turn around and know that there's a fantastic cup of joe waiting for you Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That is AmericanPrideRoasters.com. I'd like to take this second to, ta- uh, to, to, to commend you, Sweatimus Prime, over on the Twitters. Let's just go back to the Norse way of naming. Your name, your dad's name, son. I like that. Or your mom's name, son. I like that, too. Either way. So I would be Steven Stevenson. That would make me Dylan, Dylan Williamson still works it works it works just fine i like that idea let's go mojo50.com follow us on all the social medias at doae show go to the website doae show get signed up come a defender with us we'll see y'all tomorrow bye y'all bye please this is the seditious rabble rousing liberty loving home of fun entertaining and compelling talk Mojo Five O. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba